Live from the world-famous Hollywood Improv in Hollywood, California, you are tuned into The Long Shot. On this episode of the podcast you're listening to, we talk about things including Thanksgiving dinners, yams, revolutions, the smell of crack, the taste of crack, and special guests, Andrew Steven and Alex Gonzalez. Now, please welcome your interim hosts for the Long Shot Podcast today, Jamie Flom. Thank you, thank you, thank you, and welcome to another edition of the Long Shot Podcast. Uh, my name is Jamie Flam, and joining me on the podcast today is Amber Kenny. It sounds like you're making fun of us. Yeah, I think I am, subconsciously. Um, happy also, holidays. Happy post-Thanksgiving. I guess I should not do that voice anymore. No, uh, keep I mean, it up the 100% going, of the time. Um, I thought it would be a fun diversion. Welcome Hello. to the show. Uh, what, what, what would Sean say? Good evening, good table. <laughs> yeah. I legitimately never heard him say that I never before. heard him say table. He said desk. Oh, good desk. Good du- desk. He says desk. Good done. Oh, because it was dusk, and then I think maybe we heard it as desk. I never once thought he was said that desk. an episode I was that was on Joe, or something? maybe. Oh, okay, because I was like, I do not recall this. If you're joining us for the very first time, this, this is, is probably exactly not the best. This is exactly how every episode is. <laughs> uh, not joining us today. Before we get to other people that are joining us, uh, Joe Wagner and Sean Conroy um, both had issues under the water <laughs> or something. Uh, but I found a way to roll out of bed. Amber yeah. found a way to roll out of bed. Alex Gonzalez is here. Alex, if you've never listened to this podcast before, is a friend of the show. Drug dealer. And our drug dealer. <laughs> he happens to be in town from Shanghai. Mm-hmm. I am. How's it going? Pretty good. How are you? Good, good. I um, saw Alex at Fred Siegel, which is uh, the department store next door. It's a fancy one. And I was like, let's meet for coffee there at 1045, 15 minutes before we started. I walk in. He's at a table with a mimosa. <laughs> Holy and, uh, shit. Like a breakfast like sandwich. Like the fanciest breakfast sandwich with fruit I've ever well, seen. Well, he's like a mover and a shaker. I know. He's an international businessman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they don't do they don't have a lot of brunch anywhere else in the world. Like the US has especially in New York and LA a particular brunch. Brunch culture. Yeah, it's so good. And I missed that and so I want to try it. How was it? It was good. I mean, <laughs> I didn't get to really get to get it. I was only there for like twenty minutes, thirty minutes, so I didn't get to like get the full brunch, but it was good. It's great. And also at the table <laughs> with us is uh, producer Andrew. Andrew, who's choosing not to acknowledge me or the microphone. I had to turn my mic on. Oh, that's important. Are you guys, did you guys break up? What's going on? <laughs> what are you talking? Jamie, Jamie started confronting me the moment he walked in. You guys are like throwing daggers he at He thought each I was other. sad. I know. I, you got, <clears throat> I had a very, <clears throat> my dreams have been very vivid. I started taking Zoloft about six weeks ago. By the way, it's occurred to me that I'm happy. <laughs> I've thought about I'm, it. I've, I, End the show. <laughs> yeah, I guess the, the arc so of the show is done. My arc is done. Um, I'm, but I, it took a few weeks, as it does with these drugs. And I haven't been sleeping well, so it was hard to gauge like where I was at. But I realized I'm not perfect. I still... <laughs> Take it back. Believe it or not, I am not a perfect human being. But uh, I don't. What am I trying to say? I. I You're more good than bad now. I still have stressful thoughts. Everybody has stressful thoughts. But um, they're just not. They don't consume you. Oh, and I'm still consumed by them. Perfect. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's a good start. 
But it's just overall, I, I've just noticed in the last couple weeks, oh, wait, I've just overall, like, just been in a more positive place. And they're, they're not it's affecting so me quite as much. You're, like, in the opposite place of everyone else in the United States of America. <laughs> yeah. And you're, like, kind of the like worst so like chilling out. <laughs> but are you getting feedback, Jamie? Or are you, are you, is someone saying, like, hey, you're really positive lately? Or are you... I don't know. But oh, going back to Andrew, um, I had a, this, but, oh, but you have vivid dreams. Right. Yes. And they've absolutely been more vivid. Zoloft does that? Yeah. Um, according to the internet and according to my life. So do a few other things. Did you, have you smoked pot recently? Um, yeah. Because if you smoke pot a lot and then you stop, you get really crazy dreams. No, I haven't been smoking a lot of pot, but like a little bit. Anyway, I haven't found that. No? Yeah. I guess it doesn't work for everybody. Anyway. Uh, I don't but really I had a vivid dream with Andrew dream. and Andrew was just... Day after day, just like coming into work, just so sad. And hey, man, also, I get really concerned for that because you said you had a vivid dream with Andrew, and Andrew just day after day was coming. Oh. Is what I heard, and I was like, "Wait, what? This, Whoa, is, not, this, is, this is not the Come dream on. you described before we started." Maybe your dream was telling you need to offer Andrew Zoloft. I also Sorry, just so like what was I have a limited supply. But so, you, but I mean, also, you think that he said so? Your instinct is to get mad at him. No, it felt like you, like you you were coming into work with a chip on your shoulder as well. Uh, like so it was like, dude. Oh, so he was just being a dick. Also, uh, the state of the world, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> well, everybody. I mean, a lot of people are like. But that. I feel like enough people are putting their energy into that. I'm just gonna put it into. Uh, yeah, no, be good. Yeah, I so think that we was need the, the energy that hit me when we walked in, because you asked if we broke up. Also, you guys were literally like you. I don't know what, but you would just be like, I had to turn on my mic and like look at it I was like good lord I think I'm man. just tired I fell asleep <laughs> I didn't fall asleep till like 4.30 last night so. guys, guys, me too Andrew by the way as far as texting and emailing goes um, he's not like a big uh, exclamation point kind of guy so, oh, just so you like, always think he's mad at you it's just like the, the, the straight up yes instead of a yep or even like no, I always defer to like a, I say yeah a lot Y A. Yeah, young adult. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't. I'm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an anti. I'm an avid anti exclamation mark person. Yeah, if you can't get it. If you can't. If you can't get it across with. You know, no, context, because then. because because now <laughs> as Amber slurps her orange into the mic. I thought that was um, a rice cake. <laughs> like, oh slurping this rice cake. No, because if because now it's come to the point where you have to use an exclamation mark just to let people know like you're normal. Right. Well, it's a new world order. So it's just like, no, if we all went back to just normal punctuation. So you're leading the charge? That's your fight to. to fight? I also think hangout should be one word. That's a weird one. Why? Because, it's one idea. But wait, they're different hangout. Like a hangout, is this a hangout? Because if I hang out my clothes to dry, that's different than a hangout. But why is like, you and why is a lot- your clothes to dry. <laughs> In China, in China, you and do. why can't a lot be one word? You hang what? up. Why can't a lot be one word? Hey, you can lead that. You're gonna be the Shakespeare of our. I age. just don't understand. I don't think. I think we're in a post-truth age. I think that's been clear. But I also think we're in a post-punctuation age. Uh, I, th- I oh think it doesn't God. really matter. I don't think yes. people really care. Have you been I on the internet lately? <laughs> right. Oh my God. <laughs> Especially the internet. Yes. Have you been on the? I don't know. I um. Funny story. I was in a parking lot two days ago. That is funny. And it smelled weird. And Jeff was like, what is that smell? And I was like, I think it's crack. And he was like, what? 
how do you know? And I was like, I'm just guessing. And then oh. I was Googling what does crack smell like? <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and it was on some forum, but the person who asked the question, like, what does crack smell like? Every single was word Jeff? was spelled wrong and all of the punctuation <laughs> was wrong. And then every answer to the forum, same thing. And Jeff was like, you're being a little bit hard on that crack forum. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But it was just, anyway. Crack. I don't know what it smells like. It's supposed to smell chemically. That sounds about right. Was it? Did you determine it was, that it was crack? Heavily processed. It just. I don't know. It might have just been really bad weed plus bo. <laughs> what parking lot were you in? <laughs> must have been in town. Bo. You know the Ralphs on Western and Hollywood. Mm-hmm. The underground parking. Oh okay. Oof. Did I That's paint a, a picture? weird shopping center? I, I uh, drove past the last yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> underground shop. Yeah. But how could you smell B.O.? That's my question. If it was so intense B.O., you would have had to have been right next to them? I don't, I In the mean, parking lot. That's why we thought it was crack. I mean, you're arguing the same side as me, buddy. I'm not arguing. <laughs> I'm asking. I don't know. What else? <laughs> So checking in is the first segment of the show. If this is the first time you're joining us, uh, we always start the show. This is exactly like every episode. This is exactly like every episode. Um, Amber. Mm -hmm. It's weird when I just take on like Sean's intonations. Mm -hmm. Amber, what's going on in your life? Um, Thursday was Thanksgiving slash my birthday. Uh, Um, And it's, (laughs) been kind of interesting because I had a half day on Wednesday, Thursday off, Friday off, Saturday off. Classic days off. But this is the most time off I've had like all year because I left the bank before using any of my vacation time so that I could have that scratch. And then I'm a temp at DreamWorks so I don't get vacation time. So I don't know. It's been like almost jarring and great and wonderful. Except for the fact that I got really, really sick. Um, I got sick. I I feel like I felt it coming Tuesday. I thought I was like, I went to bed really early. I thought I was thwarting it. Didn't thwart. Uh, Hit me full steam ahead on my birthday. I went down to San Diego to my aunt's house, which was lovely. Did you carpool with Sean? No, I didn't. Um, I carpooled with Jeff. Nice. (laughs) Um, my parents were there my brother was there my two nephews were there my uncle was there my other uncle was there and then um some lady (laughs) (laughs) she sounds like a memorable lady (laughs) but it was um my aunt is an amazing amazing cook and she made this great dinner but she also was consciously making it lighter like less salt less fat for my dad who just had quadruple bypass surgery yeah. um can so i ask is the aunt on your dad's side or mom's side dad so your dad's family is a whole bunch of great cooks mm-hmm. that's awesome okay that's why uh we tend to have a little bit of a weight issue i'm not gonna lie <laughs> but we like our foods <laughs> um but yeah like my dad was a chef but um, my aunt has like kept up with it. Like she oh, has great. all the cookbooks. She knows all the trends. She tries stuff out like the new sous vide and spotchcock and all this stuff. So sous vide and spotchcock? Yeah, that's how she made the turkey. And it was amazing. Wait, it's gravy floss. What's a spotchcock? It's when you take the like backbone out of the turkey and f- or the chicken and flatten it so that it cooks evenly. 
Weird. <laughs> so it looks very like splayed out. Think about El Pollo Loco. That's Spatchcock. Spatchcock. Oh. Get over your splutch. See, you're still doing it, you guys. <laughs> you're like having That's sexual weird, tension. That's like, not... who's afraid of Virginia Woolf eye contact? <laughs> I think I just take it for granted. I forgot we're recording. What? I feel the same as I always feel, so I don't know. Ooh. Anyways, okay. uh, what's what's wow. sous vide is when you cook it in like in a plastic bag in a hot liquid. Oh. So that it stays real moist. Am I correct on this? Yeah, and you you pressurize or depressurize or vacuum or Yeah, whatever. it's vacuum sealed. So it, and you it, might put herbs in that vacuum herbs? seal. Herbs. <laughs> Mary Berry over here. So uh, so she, your aunt cooked. Uh-huh, and it was amazing. And it was just really nice. Um, I haven't had a Thanksgiving with my folks in a while because they're usually in Mexico. And... If I have a Thanksgiving with them, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> that was like, oh my God, he saw something terrible. I thought you hated Mexico. <laughs> He's like, no, you got you like didn't. emotional. No, you didn't. <laughs> that was like a very premeditated sneeze. For and the, I appreciate yeah, for, the, for the listeners. I didn't J- think we were going to make it. <laughs> Jamie made a face that. and started shaking his head. And pointed at the Kleenex. So I threw him across the table. Anyway. I like that. I just held on and waited. <laughs> Your body um, was just like, yeah. What was I talking about? Your family in Mexico, Thanksgiving. Oh, I, they're normally in Mexico, so I don't have things. I haven't had Thanksgiving with them in a few years, or if I have, it's been in Mexico, and it's it's them cooking. So it was nice to be with my family without my like mom and dad having to be in the kitchen the whole time. Yeah. It was kind of like, um, it was really, really generous of our of my aunt to have us and it was great. <clears throat> and it was a nice drive. Didn't hit too much traffic. My first kind of road trip in the new car. Oh, yeah. Can I ask a Sean question? Sure. What was the best dish at the dinner? Is that a Sean question? I don't no, know if you're being ironic. The opposite Sean. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there was a sweet potato dish. Okay. I'm not usually a sweet potato person, but it kind of blew my mind. It was like very like light and fluffy and was there, sweet. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast, but the, the dish that I've been making at home is uh, I'll take three to four types of squash, mash it with some sweet potato. Three types of squash? Yeah. Like a delicata. (laughs) Summer. Butternut. Butternut. Spaghetti. Spaghetti. Not spaghetti. I haven't messed with spaghetti yet. Um, Acorn. Oh, fucks with spaghetti. (laughs) Acorn squash. Um, But then mix them all together. Then I love to throw in some like uh, dried cranberries. Okay. Um, And then. This is very autumnal. This is a souffle? No, it's, it? it's a mash. It's just like basically just like a okay, and then um, but put a little hot sauce on that, and then the the sweets and the and the spice. Oh, it's fucking good. Anyway, as you were, I'm done. So um, and my uncle was there <clears throat> from Arizona, and he made the old fashions, which is a mm. family recipe. The drink, yeah, that's Ooh. a tradition that I have continued on into my adulthood no matter where I am I'm gonna have old fashions on Thanksgiving we have old fashioned tradition at home really mm-hmm. when, when whenever we drink oh see w- this is what's weird is this family I've never seen anyone drink an old fashioned except for on Thanksgiving it's such a big southern a southern drink like is mm. old fashioned so my dad likes it it's good it's just whiskey fruit and sugar it's yeah. orange it's, or it's my go to I said fruit 
Yeah. It's, my, it's my go-to drink. Is it? Yeah. It's good. It's the best. Remember when I fell down the Andrew, stairs? Need some, Andrew needs some water. No, give me an old-fashioned. I don't need water. I really feel now like I'm crazy you're because I feel wings. very normal, yet everyone is responding. Well, because it's like you're like surfing the internet and then every once in a while like, eh, eh, eh. You're like I love that that's drink. Kind of, <laughs> that's how I do every that's show. That's kind of his job, right? It was just the last I think it's, you're not usually sitting here. And the last show, Jamie said I was drunk. Oh, oh yeah, I, was, I was just listening to that. But the next day, like you were here, like we were recording an episode of my other podcast called Gatekeeper. Ooh, uh, fancy. But you also seemed drunk then. <laughs> and that was like at noon. So I don't know. He's I, just fun. I feel normal. I feel like I'm the same Andrew that I've always been. All right. And there were the turkey was amazing. Very, <laughs> yeah. very, very moist. Oh, nothing like a moist um, turkey. Oh yeah, but my uncle made the old fashions, which is great. Um, it was my birthday. Oh, yeah. And my mom got me, um, she gave me this golden bracelet that I didn't wear today because I didn't trust myself. But it was my great-grandmother's. You didn't trust oh, wow. yourself to just not throw it into a pond? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be driving by the pond. Just you wait. Uh, <laughs> and, um, and Jeff got me tickets to see Misty Copeland in the Nutcracker. Oh, cool. oh yeah! I saw Nutcracker last night. My really? yeah, my cousin's a ballet. What do you, is there a male baller? ballet dancer? Okay, he's a ballet <laughs> dancer. He's only he's eight years old, but he's a ballet dancer and he's he's amazing. Like he got a full scholarship because the teacher saw him one day and he said, "Your son is a prodigy." Oh, I hate that guy. So he's like he's basically an eight year old like That's my dream. He's built. He's shredded. He's an sure. eight year old kid. <laughs> It's the craziest thing. But we saw, I saw, I'd never been to a Nutcracker. Did he play? I mean, he was eight years old. He was just a kid. He was doing one of the, like, the kids dancing around during uh-huh. the Christmas scene, like, when they were opening presents and so. I mean, if you're going to be a kid, Nutcracker's the way to go. That's what I, that's, that's what, what you're they gonna tell get me. Casted. That's what they tell me. Um, and so I'd never seen ballet and I'd never seen Nutcracker before specifically. And so that was. Ballet's dope. I just, I've never, I can't it's believe like, I went without seeing it. You should like it. <laughs> You should like ballet. I should. Yeah. It's okay. really good though. Especially it's really, really good. Cousin. It's it's like Olympic athletes, but also art. Right. It's no, amazing. That's fantastic. And um it's crazy. He was he's family of surfers, but he was on a you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know in, 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 I am the ballerina in a family of surfers. No, but there's an Indo board. You know Indo board? Indo Sold board is in like the room. The Indo board is basically you see it all I mean, it's a balance board on a wheel. If you can balance on a wheel and it kind of moves, it's supposed oh, to be like a surfing simulator, and also probably good for your abs. Yeah, but he just does it. Like I can't. I, I mean, I the do kid it is I ripped. Fall. Yeah, <laughs> no, shred it. Shred it. <laughs> I do it and I fall every time. Hello. But he does it like in his sleep. He was jumping like 180, just like jumping up, back, like front and back on this like balance thing. I can't imagine. Just I can't do that anyway. Yeah. Yeah. What are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, you can't do that. Um. So. Yeah, and it was nice. <laughs> so you got Nutcracker tickets? Yeah, but with Misty Copeland. Oh, MC. Yeah. Uh, she's very good. She's very good okay. and very like, beautiful. What else was she in? I don't know. Her. She's the first black principal dancer oh, of American Ballet Theater. That's amazing. Oh. She's the one in all the ads. She's like the most famous ballet dancer I haven't right been now. in America in a while. I don't know anything. <laughs> And when is when is that start? Probably it, December-ish. It's in December-ish. Uh, it's in Costa Mesa. He accident. He thought he was buying tickets to a show downtown LA, and he's like, "Oh, that is 
Costa Mesa, Orange County, California. I feel like... <clears throat> and he bought the tickets when I still... I used to live there. I hung out with, with Jeff recently. Uh-huh. He told me some things. I have a friend named Jeff. <laughs> um, but Jeff... Oh, my God. Oh, great. <laughs> great, Andrew. Well. Great, great. Tell, tell us about your friend Jeff. Tell us all about him. Is he eight years old and shredded that I don't want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> he had some shredded wheat. Okay. He hangs out with Rainy Copeland. Misty. Oh, Misty Rainy, I got Oh, they're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to be chipper. Oh, you have to try to be chipper. Oh, so much worse. <laughs> trying. Since, since, since apparently I'm a downer. Wait, but, but I bring this up because Jeff, I feel like there was another story in which you went to see something that was like deep in Orange County. But you didn't have a car, so you had to like take a train all the way to the middle of nowhere for this other thing. Yeah, it was her birthday. Uh, you and your friend went to do a train to the comedy show, but you guys never made it, right? Is that what you're talking about? That was my 21st birthday. That was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. I thought when you visited your dad in the hospital and your car broke down. What are we talking about? <laughs> I know, these are other things. <laughs> these are a lot of things. But let's focus on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking about that. I don't know. I no, thought it was Amber's turn. I know it was, but it was, it's in regards to there. Was, maybe would he have been telling me like a month ago about the Nutcracker thing? Maybe. Oh, really? He's I, been planning it for that long. He bought it when I still didn't have a car, which was a month ago. Oh, then maybe he was talking about that. Yeah. So I knew but before you. I bought you. a car so that I could use my own birthday present. But here's what's notable about the theater that it is in Costa Mesa. That is the theater that I went to as a kid. Anytime I went, to, I, it's not like I went all the time, but anytime I went to the ballet or saw a. a touring production of a Broadway show it was at this theater so he was like sorry I, it's at this Costa Mesa theater but it's actually kind of beautiful and full circle just fell ass backwards into something <coughs> beautiful what theater Costa Mesa Playhouse no it's like the secret room yeah <laughs> Costa Mesa Riff Raff Riff Raff um, also though I was really sick but I was trying not to be and I was starting to fade and it's tight man my mom is allergic to cats and my aunt has cats. So my mom kept being like, are the cats bothering you? And I was mm. like, no, I'm not allergic to cats. I'm sick. And she's like, it's the cats. <laughs> it's funny how people just project their own stuff. Now watch as I take the spine out of this chicken. Spotchcock. Spotchcock. I also lost my wallet sometime on my birthday and I don't know where because I didn't ever use it or leave my car. And you never found it. Do you lose Correct. your wallet a lot? It happened before on a It's train? happened a few times on the podcast. No, I lose mine all the time, and I've seriously thought beach. about investing in those little... The finders, like, the, the, the tiles. Little, yeah. The little tiles that you put in, and it's oh, like uses Wi-Fi like and Bluetooth. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. I Okay, because here's the thing. On my birthday slash Thanksgiving, I woke up. Birthgiving. <laughs> I did yoga. I was sick. Probably shouldn't have done yoga. Thanks day. Guys. Got in the car. Went... On my way to San Diego, realized I needed gas. P.S. Second time I've ever gotten gas in my car. I've had it for a month. I've driven wow. so much. Driven? <laughs> and You're a drove? I like that technical term of, the, of distance, just so much. How many miles per gallon do you get? How about so much? So much, oh, so much to a lot. Um, oh, at Thanksgiving dinner, um, my aunt and uncle were arguing over because she's like, I haven't drunk enough water today. And he's like, I think it's drank enough water today. And they were arguing about it. And it's actually drinked. 
It's definitely, it's well, actually had. I this other lady, the third lady, was like, I think it's drunken. And I was like, it is definitely not drunken. <laughs> I think it's drought. Did you solve the, the dilemma? I don't remember. Because I think both are technically. Yeah, good. I think it's like context. It was, well, I know, I think it was like regional at one time. Uh, and then now it's just either or. But one is more common than the other. I used to listen to Away With Words. Oh, fun. Caramel. Have you ever heard that? What? The it's a podcast and radio show away with words. Mm-mm. Do you, I it like seems it. like something I'd be into. I like it because they have people call in and ask word related questions, and they're like, "Hello, you have a way with words." <laughs> oh, that's cute. And then it also reminds me of my favorite, one of my favorite Steve Martin jokes, which is some people have a way with words, others have not way. <laughs> that's cute. That's is cute. this is this working in my? Getting back on your good side. So, no. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you are embodying Sean. <laughs> it's funny because um, between Alex and Andrew, <laughs> um, I forgot what was the, the birth giving. And, and yeah, I know. Like, you were like, like, guys, stop it. <laughs> like, oh, I get Sean's frustration. <laughs> you know. This is Sean's worst nightmare. You know what it is? is Three Jamies and an Amber. <laughs> we're, we're all, well. Never mind. I was going to say we're all sitting in different seats, but it's just... I'm sitting in exactly the <laughs> And same with Jamie. <laughs> I guess I'm technically sitting in a different seat. Technically. Um, Amber, so, so it was oh. your birthday. <laughs> so, yeah, I got gas. I was sick the whole time, so, like, I don't know if that was part of me not being in my right mind. But then I drove directly to my aunt's. The only thing I can think of is it's at my aunt's, but I asked her, and she said it's not there. And then I drove home. Actually, Jeff drove home because I was feeling so ill. Didn't realize it because I was just in bed sick all day the next day. And then we were going to go to the movies just to get out of the house. And I was like, okay. And I picked up my purse and I was like, my wallet's not in here. Uh-oh. And so we searched my car. We searched the whole apartment. I called my aunt. I called that one gas station I went to in Chino. Oh. And no one, like, it, it, where could it have gone? Did I, you, like, cancel your cards and everything? Do you have mm-hmm. anything important in your wallet? No, I mean, I had, I just. That was a joke. <laughs> she said no though So that's kind of interesting I, No I like did the inventory I was like I think I'm okay Was it Was it a joke Andrew I left okay. my gold in my wallet <laughs> um, I mean I have the My one bank card And my ID But all of the other cards Are nothing And um, The one thing that's sad Is I just organized All my change And like went to <laughs> Like Nickels here Yes. Oh, really? Yeah. And um, I, I, tur- I went to Coinstar with all the pennies because I had so many pennies and I was like, I'm never going to use these. I had 711 pennies. Wow. That's um, a lucky number. Then, but so I kept, I had some dollar coins and quarters and stuff and I kept all of that in my wallet. Oh. So that's all. Unless you find it. Which I still think I might. Because I, it's just like, it doesn't make any sense. And I was hysterically crying yesterday. Because yeah. I was just like, I'm trying so hard to be good. And I wasn't like being dumb. I really oh. wasn't. And I'm sick. And it's my birthday. Yeah. And I can't fucking but, catch a break this fall. That doesn't sound funny at all. <laughs> Should I just turn my mic down? <laughs> Uh, it's a privilege uh, to, to be on the mic for this part. But I will say this. I started, I was telling um, <laughs> Alex, I started watching the OC, the show from 2003. Never seen it before. My boyfriend, my sweet pea, intelligent, nerdy, snobby about 
entertainment boyfriend apparently was a diehard The OC fan. Misha Barton fan? Was he Misha Barton? No, 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 no. But he just, he just, um, I don't know. He just said it was like a thing that everyone in college would watch together and it was a cultural phenomenon. I don't know. But to the point where, because when we drove to San Diego, we passed through Orange County and every time we enter Orange County, um, Jeff goes, welcome to the OC, bitch. It's in the first episode. So we, I was like, let's watch it. Let's do this. He's like, I can't believe you haven't watched it. And that's the whole joke is like, I lived it because I literally was living <laughs> in the OC it. during those years. Orange County. What is the OC thing? Like if you were to encapsulate what? The TV show? And OC life. How do I encapsulate the life of Orange County? Yeah. It's just like rich white people. (laughs) That's how the show portrays it. It's white people problems. Um, There are, it's like, yeah, people who have a lot of money. It's basically a soap opera. Anyway, point is, Jeff is, Jeff went and bought the pilot and, uh, because we couldn't find it anywhere streaming and we watched it on my birthday and that was really funny. And then he signed up for Hulu specifically so we could watch the OC. So we've been watching a lot of the OC and it is really fun and it's really funny because there's so many things that are just like reference, reference, reference. Like, I don't want to look like Avril Lavigne. Like it's so like of a time and like, oh, I'm on the zone diet. And like, it's great. It's really fun and really bad, but good. And, um, but also what's weird watching it now, cause we're closer in age to the parents than the kids. Yeah. So like, oh. and the kids are wrong. Like we're like, you should listen to your parents, <laughs> but I don't think we're supposed to feel that way. Like you're ruining your life. Just take the test. <laughs> Just take the test. You'll get into college. Just take yeah. it. Also, also, those actors are probably, yeah, they, they were like 24 year olds playing 18 year old part. That's so weird. To me. Yeah. You know, Ira Glass is a huge OC fan. Really? Mm-hmm. The OC? No, he really? likes the county. What does he like about it? Uh, I don't know. How do you know? Did you do half the research, Andrew? <laughs> I, I only read headlines. <laughs> and he's the, the there's he has a cameo, like an audio oh, cameo. Oh, don't spoiler. Yeah, no spoilers. I'm only on season They just one. listen to it. How many seasons are there? Tons. Like four. seven. Four. There's only four. four? Do you know what I, I found like yesterday? There so many. There's, I think, 75 episodes of The Munsters. <laughs> That's not very But many. I feel like there are a billion. And they're over the course of just two seasons. That's crazy. Like, they're like 35 episodes. Oh, yeah. They didn't seasons. know how long seasons were. They were inventing TV. <laughs> kind of like long shot. They were just inventing TV then. <laughs> well, I also like if you watch um, British shows at all, they're like, that's our season. Six Three episodes. episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Three twenty minutes, and if they're lucky, they get three series. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, but then, like, if you watch Sherlock, which I love, it is like four episodes, but they're all two and a half hours long. Yeah. So it's just like you just make a bunch of movies. Don't call them TV shows. Oh, Ira said that they name dropped Ira, Gla- or Ira Glass or This American Life in the show. I think that's really funny. That's why he like. That's one of the reasons he likes the show. No, I, I think they did it's that because the reverse he liked order. It. Oh. Positive relationship. Mine, fuck. Um, and I, but I, yesterday was really, really, really rainy. 
Yep. Um, but what was nice because I'm sick and sometimes That's being nice. cooped up at home, you're like, oh, I just want to be doing anything else. But because it was rainy, it was like, we're cooped up at home. And yeah. we just watched the OC and like drank tea and cuddled and it was fucking great. Aww. That's all I want. Sounds pretty good. In this world. The end. The end. Well, Amber, thanks for checking in. <laughs> thanks, uh, Amber. Alex. Uh, so I just got in yesterday from we're just from Texas. Right. Um, cause I'd flown, I'd flown in, flow it, flew in, flown in. Is it flown in? Flown in. Drove in. I flew it's flown in. in. <laughs> <laughs> flown in. I flew in directly from Texas. Um, and so the jet lag isn't that bad, but, um, I'm happy to be back in LA. I like LA and I'm happy to be here with you guys. Mm-hmm. Anything specific, um, to uh, update us on? Anything specific? Well, I've been living in Shanghai for the past few months working, um, different. The quality of life is not as high. There's a lot of pollution and uh, yeah, it's just a different lifestyle. How's the food? The food is good. The food is really good. It's um, cheap, <coughs> really good. Uh, you just have to be careful because uh, you have to be careful like the quality of the food. <laughs> Make sure. Oh, because there's no like rating system. There are some rating systems, but even the rating systems are just like, I don't know. Like, because there's, there's a smiley face and then there's a medium face and then there's a frown face. It's like, do I want to eat at the medium face? No. <laughs> Let alone the frowny face. I'm... But then they like hide it and so by the time you're eating your meal, you're like, oh, there's the, there's the medium face. Like, unfortunately. What does it like, taste like? What do you recommend? Well, because there's, there's a Chinese, you know, there's like Sichuan. There's a whole bunch of different types of Chinese, but I like spicy usually and so I go for like the Sichuan. Um, and then um, it is big city, and so you can always get you know Indian or whatever you want, basically. Oh, yeah. And so that's what I do a lot too. Um, and it's affordable; it's affordable enough you can. But do you that. can't get brunch, am I right? No, not, not good brunches in there. Maybe you should open a brunch restaurant. <laughs> I mean, you you can. I mean, th- there are. Brunch- <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> if it's, it was in the, the realm of possibility, no. I mean, there are brunch places, but you have to go. To the, I don't live anywhere near those parts of town, and so it's like the, the ritzy parts of town. It's where the American, yeah, basically, because that attracts the expats and the Europeans and the Americans, and that's um, it's far from me. So, okay, how far is far? Uh, by subway, it's about forty-five minutes. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, that's so crazy that you live in Shanghai. Yeah, I think I about it every like, day how crazy it is. Do you have like a community of people that you hang out with? Uh, I do. I have my coworkers. I don't really hang out with them, but. There are a lot of people from Texas there that I met really? through. I mean, there's WeChat. WeChat is basically like WhatsApp in China, but it's super powerful. You to, people use it to order taxis to pay for things. And so it's basically everything you need. But that's how you meet people too, is you, you get into WeChat groups. And that's how I met a lot of my people. Uh, Tinder is where I meet a lot of people. Alex. Wow. A lot of people from Tinder in Shanghai. Um, but I do have some kind of community, yeah. A lot that's of expats great. and stuff, yeah. Expats. Uh, great, Alex. Well, welcome. Thank you. Um, Andrew, anything you want to check in with? Um, oh, this happened. How was your Thanksgiving? <laughs> you guys heard about this? You heard about this? This crazy thing called Thanksgiving. You <laughs> take a bird, you spatchcock it. <laughs> um, so, about a month ago, I see how it is. Do you no, no, no. You can open it. No, I can't. Um, Amber's okay. opening a cliff bar. What kind of cliff bar you got there? It's peanut butter filled. Great. New kind. Mm. Free at work. <laughs> um, about a month ago, my dad went to the hospital. Oh, no. I'm so with sorry. With chest pains. Oh, God. And it turned out he had a aortic dissection, 
which is what John Ritter died of. Oh, God. Um, and what <clears throat> what ended up happening... I'm, I'm talking slowly because I'm thinking, not because it's like emotional, though it is, but that's... I'm, I'm good at... I host my own podcast. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically what that means is like in your aorta, you have like multiple layers and there's a tear in one of mm-hmm. the, the inner layer. And so that kind of floods into the uh, outer layer, which makes, isn't good and makes it bigger kind of balloon out. Um, it's also good because it could have been much worse mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. But it's rare, so it goes undetected a lot and people die from it. So anyways, he's scheduled to have surgery on Tuesday. Oh, wow. And so, and part Where of the reason. He? So he's been home for a while. So part of the reason you have, there's better chance of In success. In your Belinda? Sure. Yeah. So he's yeah, been at Keck. But um, so because of that, and we were planning on going to Seattle for Thanksgiving to be with some family and stuff. My girlfriend and I were like, we'll do Thanksgiving for everyone. And then my, one of my sets of grandparents were like, we'll do Thanksgiving for everyone. So we ended up going there, which was fine. But then, then um, last night, because my brother and his family were out of town, we were doing like a semi-small Thanksgiving. My mom loves Thanksgiving. It's like her favorite holiday. Uh-huh. Their so wedding anniversary like was Saturday too. So, um, so she was planning this whole big thing. And then my dad was having some chest pain again. And he's like super stubborn. Like he didn't even want to go to the hospital the first time around, never goes to the doctor. Um, and so they ended up going, um, he's fine. He's since his surgery is on Tuesday, they're just holding him there for what had happened is that balloon kind of got a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. but so like suddenly it's just like, there's all these stuff cooking <laughs> and stuff like, and, and you know, my brother and his kids and his wife are coming over. And so it was just like, a okay, now I got to finish cooking everything. And, and right. luckily my mom had, and you're a little prepared. distracted. Yeah. So it was, it was nice to have a distraction too, but it was just, it was just an interesting it's not like an entertaining story or like, it was just no, a but weird it's sort, sort of, of like a weird metaphorically passing the baton of like you're yeah. in charge now. But it was just, it was just interesting. Like, you know, and then, and then it was just weird too, because it's just like, he's fine. You know, my parents called and he's fine. The, the first time they ended up helicoptering him to Keck USC. Oh my God. This time, you know, they just, he, they went to the local ER. He was fine. And then they took him to Keck. Helicopter. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> That's exactly what I told him. That's what I told him. The coolest way to go. He's like, I didn't, I didn't even, you know, I was stuck in the back. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's so weird, like, how you can compartmentalize and, like, mm-hmm. get focused on a task. And then, like, is that good or is that bad? And then you start it's thinking good. about it. It's good because, it, I mean, it obviously happens. It's a body's thing. But then it's also then you start thinking about it. Like, am like, I dealing with this? Should I have gone to the, yeah, should we just, uh, you know, screw that, you know, like, screw the food? you know just turn off all the oven and stuff and do you think the employees at the container store uh <laughs> <laughs> like kind of snicker when their bosses they're like all right guys we need to be better at compartmentalizing three jamies and an amber <laughs> three jamies and an amber well andrew we're wishing your, yeah. your father the best uh wishing you the best mm-hmm. and um <laughs> But all that being said, I'm not like in a down mood, so. Well, so they're, they're just gonna try to. So oh, so they they put in a stent. Sure. Where the but it's kind of it's hard to describe non visually, but so basically there's one major tear, and then as it tears, it causes stress to it, and there's like a lot of it like, 
like a blown out tire. Right. There's damage to the artery coming down, which can actually be good because you want the blood to flow back into the main Mm. artery out of that little balloon pocket. So they're putting a stent in where the major tear is and then hope. It's really interesting because they've, this is a fairly newer, because they used to do open heart surgery on this and now they just do Oh, they're going to, that's great. They go up through a vein in the leg and have a little balloon that they inflate. Yeah. So basically they're splash cocking. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're not taking out his spine. That's good. Um, They are draining some spinal fluid though, because there's like a less than 1% chance he could be paralyzed from the surgery or something. Oh boy. But uh, I, I also just like, it hurts when I get a paper cut. Like imagine there being a tear in your heart. He thought it was just like like bad indigestion (sighs) and was just trying to like, my mom said he was just walking around burping. Trying to like get the gas out, oh, and it's like no. And then he felt like a pop or a tear, and so then he was finally like, "Okay, I think I think we should probably go." And for my dad to be like, "Yeah," because this time too. I, he was like, "I know I don't want to go back." I was like, "Be better, be safe than sorry." He's like, "No, it's fine. They can't do anything." I was, and he's like, "Part of it too is that weird like embarrassed thing you get when you're like I'm sick. the dad too." Well, yeah, and then there's that whole thing too. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like you want to hide when you're sick or you have an injury, like. Um, and then he's like, his very much his identity is caught up. Like he's a football player, you mm. know, he's like tough, <clears throat> getting old and has been really difficult on him and not being able to do stuff. So all that on top, he's like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And he's like, didn't want it. He's like, just, I don't want an ambulance. I don't know. You know? And so I was like, ah, there I got it. And I was like, okay, I'm going to call it. Cause I don't know if my mom, you know, she, they're kind of arguing for lack of a better word. I was like, I'm going to call an ambulance unless you go with mom right now. So it's like, which is worse? The embarrassment of get take, taking an ambulance ride to the, the ER or and like... And the expense. Let's yeah. Be insurance. Yeah. But, um, but what was it? There's a thought I had. How old, is you, how old is your dad? He is, I should know, 65? Somewhere around there. But, uh, that's... Doesn't matter. It's tough. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Well, we all get it. We all get it. My dad's had heart issues as well. Mm-hmm. He had a heart attack. Well, that's just crazy. like everyone over 65 has heart issues. Like it's impossible not to. So I had a wacky Thanksgiving. <laughs> <in the cell. laughs> um, Do tell. Oh, that was the sorry. That was the thing. It is very. It's been. I've been going through a very weird time in the last maybe five years of life. Just sort of like what is family and realizing like, like you've been around these people your whole life, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're great people yeah. or like or, they're people or you, have you a want real connection to exactly. Yeah. And so like having all those thoughts and then being sort of thrust. This has been the first like, you know, immediate family medical situation. And so it's just, it's just a weird time. Like I, I love my dad. I'm not trying to say I don't, but we also disagree on a lot of things. Sure. Um, and so it's just a very weird. It's like extremely existential. Yeah. Crisis. And same thing. It's, it's sort of like a, a like you, Jamie said, I think a metaphor, but like of the, like having to finish cooking and stuff like that and then trying to deal with this just stuff. Okay, so no, when I said sorry. <laughs> I was going to say Al Gore, but... Um, <laughs> Al Gore? Um, yeah, and Al Gore. Um, sorry. Uh, but it's just, I don't know. Like, family is a lottery. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like many people talk about that. 
I think a lot of people do. RuPaul does. Yeah. He I always says like gay people are lucky because Malcolm you get Gladwell. to choose your own family. Oh, I like that. Well, that's that's the thing too, is especially moving from somewhere else so far from LA to LA, I think a lot of people in LA, they left for a reason. So they're looking to build new community. And so um, that's what it's all about here a lot of times. And so people do take on that challenge to have a new family. Because although you could be in a household which you disagree with a lot of times with your family, you'll still get some kind of Usually, sometimes we'll get some kind of companionship out of that. But if you build your own family somewhere else, yeah, you can kind of pick and choose and you get more out of that. And then maybe you'll get some value of going once a year to Thanksgiving. But for the most part, you get that family that you built yourself. Mm-hmm. And so I think L.A. is all about that. I think a lot of people ask the same question. Well, I will say I, I, I think I hit the family lottery. <laughs> That's true. And I'm not, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but and I think I talked about it last <laughs> week, like and probably often, but. More often than uh, than not, like just I'm like God, I'm, I'm really lucky. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I just in the rainy day, hung out with my two nephews and my mom and dad and uncle at my house because my sister's moving, and I was just like, we're just watching fucking Nickelodeon and uh, the, the cozy, snuggly yeah, it's the best. with the with, yeah. with the family. It was so much fun. Um, so for Thanksgiving this year, I ditched my family. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every year I, my family's in L.A. And so I spend Thanksgiving with them and it's, it's nice. It's a good holiday, but since I see them so often, it's not like, I think for a lot of people going home, it's like the one time they see them. Um, but this year, every other year, my mom hosts it and that's intimate. And I always feel like I gotta be there. And then every other year, my brother-in-law's family has it. And that's like 60 people and their extended family. And right. my brother-in-law's dad has since passed, but, um, he was married, I think, three or four times, and like all oh, so the ex-wives so and their yeah. kids. Um, and it's fun, but also it's you don't stressful. feel and you don't feel like a direct connection. Yeah. So this year, there's a ton of people here at the Improv that didn't have anywhere to go, um, and I've always wanted to host mm-hmm. at my apartment. I love hosting, and I, I, but since I've been living on my own, I just haven't done it. So it's like I'm gonna have a Thanksgiving party, and so Rita, our GM here, and a ton of people that work here, and you know, lots of comics that live in LA that, that can't get home need a place to go so I was like I'm gonna have a Thanksgiving at my house yeah how w- and got really excited and Rita and Rita is like Italian from Arizona and her mom has not been well but she's been going back and forth um, so she couldn't get out but she's like you know when she goes home they cook a whole meal and like she's like like they're slaving over the stove and very family so we and her were talking about it. we're gonna do it up and she's gonna get in my kitchen we're gonna get a turkey and then about a, a day and a half before, we didn't have any plans. We didn't know we were getting the food. And David, who also works in our office, was like, we just go to Canners for dinner yep. on Thanksgiving. And then when Reed and I looked at each other, we like, yeah, let's do that. And so Thanksgiving, uh, about 15 or 16 of us went to Canters for dinner. Canters, by the way, packed. Mm-hmm. Packed on Thanksgiving. And went there for dinner. It's great. I had a turkey Reuben. A lot of people had the turkey Thanksgiving dinner, but I thought the turkey Reuben kind of celebrated. Marrying the two yes, traditions. Yes, exactly. And then b- back to my place where I hosted probably 20 people for drinks and dessert. And it was lovely. And and it was that, fun. Would you do it again? Of, yeah. I just want to go to Canada's yeah. every Thanksgiving. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I know. Um, this is my first... Christmas with Jeff ever because Christmas is Christmas is the one holiday that he goes back to Omaha and there have been so many plans for me to go with him but it's like 
an $800 flight. And he's like, it's so cold. We'll just be sitting in my parents' house. It doesn't seem super worth it for you to spend that much money. So we've never had a Christmas together. And this is the first one because his family's coming out for New Year's Day to go to the Rose Bowl parade and stuff. Um, So they'll be here. So he's like, well, I'm not going to go there and come back. So I'm so excited to have my first Christmas with him. And like stuff like that. Like, oh, we we got a tree last, well, a fake one, but... um, but yeah, I think we, we might want to host something or at least have a Christmas party a couple of days ahead. Do a crazy like, sweater party. Like, yeah, we it's funny to it's fun to start our traditions, you know? Yeah. That is fun. See, it's part of building a community. Mm-hmm. I think that's important. That's nice. Well, this seems like a great place to take a break. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly with more of this podcast. If this is your first time listening, this, this is, is something exactly what it's like. We do every show. Hey guys, this is Amber Kenny from the Longshot Podcast. You probably know who I am because you are currently listening to the Longshot Podcast. Just wanted to let you know that my new sketch team that I'm actually very excited about. Ooh, that sounds like I'm lying, but I'm not. Um, is called The Truce, and we have a show coming up December 11th at IO West at the sweet choice time slot of 10 p.m. on a Sunday. So come make it out. We need the bodies in the seats. And we're really funny. The performers are all incredible. Um, I look average compared to them, and I'm very good. All right, bye. (laughs) Welcome back to The Long Shot. Uh, My name is Jamie Flam. I'm joined uh, by the same people that were here for the first half of the show. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, We're doing a lot of Thanksgiving episodes. This is going to be the <laughs> second half of the show. We're going to eschew uh, the typical themed portion of the show and go straight to parting shots. If this is your first time listening, a parting shot is when each person around the table offers some sort of final thought. And uh, we're going to start today with... Alex. Okay. Well, I guess the overarching one is uh, don't take things for granted, but it's... Oh, this is like a, a, a motivational it's thought. Shot. It's just cool. I'll, I'll open it and then I'll talk about it more, but it's like... <laughs> what? Tell them what you're going to say. <laughs> yeah, say exactly. Tell them what you said. Don't take things for granted, I guess, because I've been living in China for a long time and um, it's just a different life there. And I know most people, you can't really know what you're taking for granted until it's gone. And, and so I guess the big one is... Um, that I've been doing a lot of traveling lately because just out of the job, but I think it's a good idea for more people to travel more because you see what, how other things are better or for worse. And so then you know you know what you, what's different in your life compared to others, and it's always just nice to meet new people and learn languages. And um, Well, and you don't even know what your own culture is because it just seems like the oxygen you breathe until you see other cultures and you're like, oh, this is how we do things. Right. Like, it just seems normal. And I think a lot of that is, too, is California. California is kind of like, it's, it's I mean, it's doing quite well successfully in culture and things one of the better states in the union. It's so, the best. Yeah. And so, but, <laughs> what's better? But but that's the thing is you meet a lot of people who are who are just California, but they don't see a lot of anything else because yeah. they've been here for a long time. And they, why do you need to leave? I mean, and so it just helps to kind of like we take that for granted sometimes. Just that there are other people out there who are different. And so we also um, just we have these things that other people don't have. Like we start with just the resources, but also political systems. I, mm. I can go all day, but. In America, we have political systems that are designed for people to kind of take advantage if they wanted to do it. In China, they don't have such system. You get who you get. And so no complaints because that's just how it is. 
But in America, we're supposed to complain a little bit and we're supposed to get a little bit. We're supposed to rustle some feathers. And so I think um, that ruffle, oh, yeah, you ruffle, want us rustle to, and ruffle. You want us to radicalize, right? I do, just a little bit. Just I think, a little bit. Well, because I do. I think in, in America, we've felt comfortable, comfortable for uh-huh. a long time. And so I feel like that's kind of neutralized some of the political, you know, the radicalism, sort of activism. And so I think it's going to take more than just clicks and likes on Facebook to kind of get through what people want to do. Left or right, it doesn't matter. But if you want to do it, then you have to take action to do it. And what does um, that look like? What does that look like? Uh, yeah, literally making the call to your representatives is a good start. Like that's what the easiest thing to do, but people don't do it. Hmm. But if you call your representatives, you meet with the, the aides, like this, they're interns. Like I mean, they're super nice. They're so nice. We've had that job before, just yeah. in a different industry. You talk to them, you invite them to events in your neighborhood of, of things that you support. They get to know you, and you build you build a coalition. You can't win it on your own. You need you know you need to build that coalition because um, revolution is expensive, and so you might as well just work with the democracy you have. <laughs> So how expensive is a revolution? Yeah, I mean a whole generation. <laughs> if, I'm you, saving up. The people who <laughs> the people who fight the revolution, mm-hmm. the people who fight the revolution are the ones who are screwed. I got a credit card. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. after that revolution, it takes like you know 10, 20 years to build a nation again, and so the people who fought the revolution is just like, oh, what do we do? We have to rebuild a nation. There's not much money in rebuilding a nation. Sorry about <laughs> I guess there yeah. is if you're construction. You say you want a revelation, I want a revolution. <laughs> Which one is it? But we hold these truths to be, to be self-evident self-evident that all men are So Lynn Manuel Miranda, Thomas Jefferson, Jefferson, I'm going to tell him to include women, women in the sequel. Word. LMM. LMM. I think might be the youngest. Is he going to be the youngest? LMM. What awards does he have right now? Because they say he's going to be the youngest EGOT plus every. Because he's got the MacArthur Grant. He's a genius grant. You know that, right? Mm hmm. Lynn Manuel Miranda, he got the genius grant uh-huh. and he used the five hundred thousand dollars from that to make Hamilton. So he's gonna he's got that. Then Why he's gonna he have, have a genius grant. Because you have to he, apply. Well, and he had already had a show on Broadway. He was a genius. He's a legit <laughs> genius. And then he applied for it. It's not his it. first show. <laughs> right. You have to do something great and then apply for it. And then like, oh yeah, you're well, legit. What's, genius. The, def- what's the, the threshold of great? Just culture. You have to read the fucking website, but it's like <laughs> you have to read the fucking no, because website. it's not like a rubric. It's not a rubric. It's not a rubric. That was the best answer of oh, all time. I thought it was a rubric. It's not a rubric. I can't tell you. Well, they you have made, a group. I just of, they have a group a of people no, that look I can't at. Explain it. One of my friends. They Jack. have a. They have a group of people who yeah. look at culture at large, and they mostly uh, a lot of a lot of people in industries who often don't make money, and say, "What are you doing?" And then, "Can we give you a grant of?" Basically, a hundred thousand dollars a yeah, year. Five hundred thousand. No. It's half a million dollars. <clears throat> oh, you're right. But it's uh, my friend's dad got one. And so they just no strings attached. Do whatever. Right. They want. How many people get it every year? It's like it's like seventy two this year or something. It's not that many. But my friend's dad got one because he built a, a medical shelter for homeless people in Miami. He's a doctor wow. in Miami, and that's what he got it for. So it's, it does. I don't know. There's no rubric. It's just like if you're if you're like a genius, <laughs> Jamie, you have to be kind of there's like there's no rubric. Fucking read. Uh, get Jamie? it out of your. Right. I got a it's, rubric centric. Life's not here. easy, Jamie. Get out there, read, read some shit. <laughs> I read shit. This became an indictment all of a sudden. I'm kidding, Jamie. I'm kidding. Um, Andrew, why are you so mopey? I'm kidding. So you think he, he's gonna egot? Easily. He's gonna get all he that. Already has, he's on he already Oscar. has. He's on the next Emmy, Disney Grammy, movie. And Tony. He's in the so next he just Disney. needs an Oscar. So he's gonna win an Oscar for that. What music. did he get the Emmy for? Um, I think it was it was some daytime. I mean, Hamilton, Days of our lives. miniseries. <laughs> he was in House. Did you watch House? No. Yeah. He was in House as an actor. Yeah. Remember when House went to the mental hospital? Remember when House went to Broadway? No. Remember when he played basketball? <laughs> <laughs> Episode three twenty one. I just watched 
Moana. It was yeah, the one like with uh, Moana. I did actually. They did you said like it was like his the songs? best reviewed. Well, he wrote one of the songs. Right. Well, true. that's why they think he's gonna them. win an Oscar. I don't think he wrote all of them. <laughs> and the next one, I think he is though. I think that he's yeah. gonna do all of it. He's working. He's doing okay. Yeah, Work. he doesn't have to. <laughs> like the 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 ones from Frozen, they're brother and sister, right? The all right, <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> but they actually do have because they wrote for Mormon Book of Mormon, uh-huh. and they wrote for Frozen. And they did get an Emmy, so they actually have an EGOT, I think. And so that's why it's like, it's crazy. Like, theater, like, musicals are getting huge now. I love it. So. And it's really good. I feel like musicals are better than they've ever been. No, it's like TV. Well, TV is like the golden age of miniseries, and then it's like <laughs> live live theater, though. That's kind of cool, right? Am I saying something crazy right now? If we could just What's the write down what you uh, just said, it's, uh, this so makes no sense. He has, he has two Emmys, actually. For what? A daytime Emmy and a primetime Emmy for music. Yeah. Oh, for right. Sesame Street and the Tony Awards. Uh, he wrote for the Tony You got a, the Yeah, because they Tony did, because the they Tony did, Awards. I mean, they did like a uh, a version of one of their songs, but with different. I see lyrics gotcha so it counted different as lyrics. so he just needs to win an oscar yeah he's on his way wait and so the, he's a pulitzer prize too mm-hmm. really yeah, yeah. So that's crazy so he's gonna have a pulitzer macarthur and if he wins the oscar it's gonna be he got he's young right yeah like probably crazy young like and 35 or something uh, right? it was wikipedia he Thank is you. 36 <laughs> 36 years old and he's uh, like funny and he's nice but the school he went to good looking if, if you read the school he went to the alumni at the school he went to it's crazy because <laughs> it's like a it's a very selective school in New York and you I think it's New York or New Jersey but it's so many yeah, famous Harvard That's, the, his first show small. was in the Heights which is about like growing up an immigrant in um, a specific neighborhood in New York because yeah, his his dad is an immigrant Okay. See, I don't know much about live theater. I'm learning as this as I go. Um, it's good. So it's really interesting. Did you think he also has the Presidential Fitness Award? Because <laughs> I got that. <laughs> I got that. Do you put so, that on your resume, Tommy? Well, minus the pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> Those are really tough. Really are. So when the pull-up comes up in the interview, do you just like try to gloss over it? It's like... Yeah, where's Jesus. the P and E guy? He has so many awards. I know. Well, it's like, if you look at uh, Christoph Waltz's Wikipedia page, it's a joke to see how many awards he won for uh, Inglorious Bastards. It's literally a page full. He won every award. I'm sorry, he didn't for win year. for Sesame Street. He was just nominated for that one. But he won He won for the Tony Mark Mothersbaugh win for Sesame Street? I bet he did. I don't know. No, I don't think Sesame Street won. No. <laughs> like, it's yeah. not like another person won for that show. Yeah. It, it could be. I mean, it could be if that song was nominated. I don't know. For Best Inglor- Original. Uh... Okay, thank you, Alex. <laughs> Wait, what was <laughs> we were just gratitude? Is he like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. Be grateful. What was? Don't take things for granted. Like I don't know. Just, uh, don't take things for granted. Lin Manuel Miranda's gonna get an ego. Yeah. <laughs> Where did that come from? <laughs> I don't know. Don't take it for granted. Because guy. we talked about revolution. Oh, you guys said Hamilton. Oh, yeah, I said Lin Manuel. You guys did that. But that's what I was gonna say. Is like Hamilton. what what the hope of at least our democracy is that we have a revolution every four years. Or every two years, if you look at it. was like the Constitution rewritten every 19 years or something like that. It's no, but just the fact that we can vote in and out people. Mm-hmm. And so, well, if it works. And we, yeah, whatever. We a did. revolution. It's just not the one we wanted. Exactly. I've never thought of revolution as like a revolution. <laughs> really? On a never. tire? Is that a thing that you guys think about often? Yeah, like a tire revolution. Yeah, like a revolution of the sun. It, yeah, I don't think, I've just like, it's, it's, it's all ingrained in, um, I just, just think like of Che Guevara. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
That's interesting. Fidel Castro died. But a revolution. Yeah, like, Fidel Castro died. That's crazy. Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I thought he died a long time ago. That's a, yeah, he's that's good. Funny. He's bad. Ah. <laughs> he's human. He was a human being. This is where people being. come for their political takes. Yeah, <laughs> <I know>. Especially <laughs> from Jamie Flam. Who always I could do it all day. Uh, Jamie Flam, who still doesn't know what Brexit is. I know what Brexit is now. What is it? It's it's this uh, it's a basically brunch mixed with uh, <laughs> with leaving. <with egg. laughs> it's brunch on the go. <laughs> it's go yeah, Brunch on the go. I, love I brought Brexit today. <laughs> you did bring Brexit today. Are you sitting or are you going to take a Brexit? Uh, okay, uh, Andrew. I just had a chill. I saw that. that? I have violent chills. Me too. (laughs) Violent chill. That's kind of crazy. Not that it makes me do violent things, but the chills themselves are. Physically. Yeah, you jump. You hurt. Should we helicopter you? (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. I would like to ride in a helicopter. (laughs) Do you guys have a a helipad up here? I would love to ride. Have have any of you ridden in a helicopter? No. 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 I would love to. That's the only place you could fall in love, according to The Bachelor. No, Which they do bachelor? the rose up there. I get it. I know what you're talking about. Do they say that? No, but no, just like any time they go in a helicopter, which is every season, it's like, I think I'm falling in love with him. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they I don't, just should get... I use my money that I'm saving for, <laughs> for a helicopter a ride with a girl? Or a revolution? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the revolution of the propellers. Multiple revolutions. Helicopters scare me. Like, yeah, I don't like flying you. as it is, but it's like, how does that Why don't you like flying? I love flying. I mean, I like the idea of flying, but I don't love flying. <laughs> but like an airplane, I love is scary airports. Enough. I like airports. You like airports? You don't travel a lot. I, I like travel airports. a lot. Like, yeah. what airport is? What do you like about it? I'm never more productive than when I'm in an it's airport. It's true. I, I believe this. I'm down. I, I think it's the thing. I think it's the thing that. Uh, <laughs> you believe this opinion? <laughs> this is a, this is a, it's like this, being a no this nation. Is a, once. <laughs> it's like where this am is a I weird mean? quote that I'm gonna uh, relate to, but uh, L. Ron Hubbard supposedly sure. liked being on boats. And traveling by boat because you're sense. forced, you're stuck on this people. place. Yeah. So you like, you, there's nothing you can do but get your work done. A boat to me is much different though. <laughs> what? It's on water. But it's the same thing. Like you're in this airport, you have a limited, and an airplane ride, you have a limited amount of time. Like there's not much you can do other than what you've brought with you. And so you accomplished what mm-hmm. you brought with you, and it's just a you good do. feeling. And then, and then, in you know, in a few hours, you're across you're the country. Place. Yeah, it's huh. such an incredible, magical feeling. It's enchanting. God bless you. GB, <laughs> and that's my parting shot. <laughs> is that flying is enchanting? Yeah, great. <laughs> I like watching his reactions to Jamie. <laughs> to me, best. I've learned well, how to general, I, but to Jamie, if you want Jamie to come on your side, just, just say the word enchanting. <laughs> Just describe how it could be conceived Sean, as magically. I don't think Sean listens to episodes he's not on. I don't think he listens to episodes he's on. I think he, li- he, he, I think he, he tries to on. make it sound like he does it. I think if anything, he listens to the ones he's not on. So yeah, he's probably freaking out. Like Andrew he's fine. Talking about yeah. Andrew's talking too much. So Where is Sean? <laughs> no, just, just because you're enchantment. Oh. We think maybe San Diego. Oh, okay. San yeah, because he, he said he was going to visit family in San Diego for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he posted a picture of Old Town. 
last night. My favorite Brexit is the San Diego. <laughs> I'm down. I dig Which it. is a... I dig a, it. Is it like ice cream? No, 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 no. Let him finish. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah, waffles on the beach. <laughs> I was going to say, waffles, why, right? gonna say, why shouldn't you order breakfast in San Diego? Or no, there's a better way to say it. Yeah, there's a better way to say it. Why? Because it gets San Diego. <laughs> San Diego. Oh my, God. Hey, hey. oh my God! What's the worst place to? Where 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 can you find the Just dirtiest breakfast? On the beach, San Diego. San Diego. Oh. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> what do you say? On the beach. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not tracking at all. <laughs> But why would you say where would you find it? Why don't you just say what is the dirtiest? Because it's a joke. It's a pun. Oh, okay. But it's crazy when I say on the beach. It, yes. it doesn't make any sense. Neither does. Let me go to San Diego. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you go to San Diego. It's Amber. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have a parting shot? Yeah. Um. It was kind of interesting what you were talking about, about cooking and... And I'm going to make it actually interesting. (laughs) (laughs) It was kind of interesting. No, it was kind of interesting that it related back. Um, My mom asked Jeff and my brother, like, hey, could one of you carve the turkey? Dad always does it, but I don't think he can or should. Um but he'll coach you through it. So it's like, it was very baton passing mm-hmm. of like, you guys are now the men in charge, like in a weird way. I don't know why men have to carve the turkey, but apparently. The patriarchy. Yeah. Um. So we were all like, oh man, this is going to be nuts. And like Jeff was like getting nervous and like cracking his knuckles. He's like, I don't want to ruin Thanksgiving. And then we looked over and my dad was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like you just can't keep him down. So. And out of way from the good carving. Yeah, it's great. He's a professional. Do you serve the turkey carved, or do you put the full turkey on display on the table, or wherever you? It's up to you. It depends on the Thanksgiving. I was wondering personally. Yeah. I think we all like admired the turkey, and then they carved it in the kitchen and brought it in, just because. I guess people do carve it at the table, but it just seems like such a fucking. I don't think I've ever. Had like the Norman Rockwell painting. I don't think that's a. I, I think know. That's you carve it and you bring it in. That's just how it goes. Do you do buffet style or do you serve table style? Table. Buffet style. Buffet style is easier. Well, it depends how big it is. <laughs> I'm just wondering. I'm not trying to make any judgments. Three I'm just jam, wondering what everyone says. You pass. They're both it's part of the family. Depends on how many stuff. people. Oh my god. I've only known buffets. <laughs> I've only known buffets. I've, I've, I've been to some buffets, and I'm going to say it, I don't like it. You don't like it? You're not down it with feels that? less family. Do you feel like Thanksgiving food is stuck in, like, 1950s? Nope. I'm not a big Thanksgiving food guy. You like cranberry? I'm not big. I look like I like cranberry, like, in my yam. <laughs> I like cranberry and I like yam. Yeah, you like cranberry inside of a yam. I mean, I don't like my Thanksgiving food, but give me some turkey gravy, mashed well, potatoes, uh, give me a cream turkey corn. sandwich with yam. No, but I mean like my mash, which I've been making before Thanksgiving, even with some like dried cranberries. Not, I don't like cranberry sauce. I don't like stuffing. What about Loganberry? Not familiar what? with Loganberry. Lingdenberry. Lingdenberry. No, I was talking about Loganberry. Yeah, I don't know Loganberry. <laughs> I like berries, but they're not like in a well, Thanksgiving your heart rate's context. High. 
<laughs> I don't think that's accurate. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. Wait, did he say Logan Berry? <laughs> <laughs> he hooks out when he hears Logan Berry. <laughs> did you finish your thing? Your part- parting shot? I guess so. What was it? That you just don't like buffets? <laughs> no, no. Passing the baton. Oh, the also, baton. Yeah. for people, Amber isn't psychic. I have a watch <laughs> that tells my heart like rate. I remember now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't fuck yeah, with buffets. You know what? It's much lower now. It just feels too casual. No one ever tried to teach me how to cover turkey. Yeah, me either. Like I don't know how to do anything. It's not hard. <laughs> I know. I'm thinking about. It, I'm like, oh, I, I could do that. Like you just need a good knife. But yeah. I think I'm just like people in my family. For There's good reason, that like, even though I'm a male, video. no one really ever taught me how to barbecue. It's no, just check like we'll just ask bro. them next time. Say, hey, teach me how to do this. Teach no, me how to do this. Teach me, teach me. Teach me how to do to. to include women in the sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Immigrants. What? We get the job done. Have you listened to the mixtape at all? A little bit. Of what? I think of I what? like the original better. I like both. What is this? Mm. Hamel Talk. Oh, yeah. Hamel Talk. Is that another podcast of yours, Andrew? I think there already is one. On Probably. <laughs> no, there's is the room where it's happening. Do you think that the Hamel Talk uh, for Star Wars fans is a little bit? Uh, oh, that's can't feel like the toes are getting stepped on. <laughs> Mark Hamill. We're the first Hamel Talk. <laughs> yeah, they're all Luke Skywalker. Old. Oh, and um, Tim's baby was born the day before my birthday, oh, and Tim that. and I have the same birthday, so his daughter was born the day before his birthday. That's is it a cool baby name? What's the name? June Elizabeth Banning. I haven't met her yet because I've had a cold and I don't want to get her sick. Jeb. But I'm dying to meet her. Jeb. Please clap. <laughs> Low energy. No. <laughs> I, was doing a, I was doing a Jeb Bush joke. Oh. You guys are very obedient. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't clap. I got the joke. <laughs> My one's unrelated. I'm still clapping. <laughs> Please clap. That's so funny. It's a, such a funny thing to say on camp on a Sad. campaign trail. <laughs> Although I heard someone talk about it was uh, Chris Hayes of All In with Chris Hayes Glasses, on MSNBC yep. was talking about like in the actual moment it was very much like it was almost like mic drop like saying mic drop. Uh, but because people just isolated it, right? It still is a funny thing to say, right? But it was much more like I just made a good point. Like, Please clap, you know. Uh, like, and but it, but it's it, like in the image, I know he because like he's sad. just like it's, it's like five people there. And he's like, please clap. They're also like <laughs> they're really please. old. Yeah, yeah. Please clap. Um, uh, speaking of please clap, uh, I'm gonna do my parting shot. Perfect. So I guess my parting shot. <laughs> I love how much you guys clapped immediately. <laughs> I did not. It was like. <laughs> I was out of respect for you. Like, I know. Thank you for respecting me. You're welcome. You're welcome. So last night at, at the improv, at the Hollywood improv where we're at right now, recording this episode, um, there are certain nights, and I probably talked about this, and I feel like I just want to have a record of this on audio recording, uh, and what a great opportunity to do it in a <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but there's certain nights where I'm just like, all right. Wait, are we supposed to record this? <laughs> I like, what Andrew. Andrew. I like what Andrew does. Why I wanna? I thought we were just friends having a conversation. No, never, oh, never. No. I thought we were just having a conversation talk. on a Sunday. <laughs> I would not be here with you fucks <laughs> if we weren't recording we're this. Fuck paid you. the big Fuck bucks. You. Fuck you. Know, I am yes. down. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood because you treat me like shit. Oh, oh my god. Oh, gloves are coming off. Just kidding. Jerry Springer show. Um, you want so it on record? At the improv last night, in the main room at eight o'clock was Jake Johansson. It's a great headliner. JJ. Mm. Um, eight o'clock in the lab was a show called The Listening Room, 
which um, is a show that I co-produce, which is an Americana variety show. That sounds like right up your alley. Yep. The amazing music and um, amazing lineup. Um, awesome. <laughs> and then 10 o'clock in the... <laughs> Are you promoting shows yeah, in the you? past? <laughs> well, so then 10 o'clock in the, in the main room was a show called The Nighttime Show. <laughs> Amber just headbutted the microphone. And now it's hiding. And now it's, yeah, it looks like she's going to rob the place. <laughs> oh, she uh, has a so the nighttime show is a talk show format with a great lineup. And there is a four piece saxophone quartet. Oh four man, piece. this it's is a little like redundant. heaven for you. And, and then in the 10 o'clock in the, in the lab was Drennan Davis, who's a great comic and musician. <laughs> An amazing variety show uh, with uh, rappers and people we know and love and a great lineup. But at one point, you had, uh, I think, Open Mike Eagle and or like I uh, love him. Zach Sherwin on stage and Lloyd Alquist from Epic Lloyd from the Epic Rap Battles of History, who's an old friend. And while there's a saxophone quartet and a, a uh, Taekwondo master, Taekwondo, Whoa. Taekwondo, <laughs> uh, giving a demonstration. Are you serious? And I was At like, the same time. Well, I mean, on different stages. Like, I'm oh, popping wow. back and forth. But, like, there's It's like, like your dreams have come true. I see what your you're vision okay. has made it to. Yeah, and it's not every that. night. But, but I have, that, I is not, that would like, not have been here before no. you got here. <laughs> it's like an episode of 30 Rock, just like uh, behind the scenes. But, and I wish we actually captured more. Like, I, I like just here's what's happening on both stages right now. Because sometimes it's like, here's the most opposite things ever. It's like mm. the most alty alt of alt things <laughs> yeah. on the lab and then like the most mainstreamy mainstream on the mainstream. If you alt and alt, does that make it mainstream? If you alt and alt, does it make it mainstream? If alt and alt... I'm glad you got that reference of that song. Alt, make it mainstream. <laughs> what song is that? I got an EGOT coming, guys. It's not, it's not a song. Let it go. I'm gonna... Ugh, I gotta get an EGOT. You know what would be fun? Oh, no. Gotta get an EGOT. Do you know any... You gotta you let know, compose first. Jamie, you produce. Yes. Do you know any um, musicians who could live score? Jorge? Ooh. Meaning, Eben Schletter. Yeah, someone like him. What do you mean live score? I think we need to do a musical episode of The Long Shot. Yeah, I do know someone. Scott Passarella. He's the... the Where man. you could talk and like the music changes as it goes and then you might break out into song to tell you're checking in. I'm all for that. that <laughs> Can you guys get Thomas Middleditch on that show? That'd be great. You know what? Yeah, <laughs> that would be improv. great. He's one of the best. Or Eliza Skinner. What, I, could just, I could throw other people Yeah, at Why not? I, we can get them. <laughs> you know what, Liza? Whatever. You know, I'd be fine with just the, the low show po four. Thank all you, I mean. Andrew. Yes. <laughs> but fine, maybe we guys, can bring in a whatever. star power. Whatever. Any other celebrities you want to get in here? How about Lynn Michael Baker? <laughs> uh, Z, get a Z's. Whatever. Z. I haven't heard from What's him. What's his while. name? Lynn Monroe. Lynn Well, Miranda. I think I talked about the guy from Perfect Strangers, who's also, I think, has like a very uh, celebrated theatrical career. Mark Lynn Baker. He was not Belky, but. Belkies, the other guy. I want a daytime Emmy. You want, you want an eight game? You gotta be a news guy, right? No. Daytime? Just what is a daytime? In the daytime. Oh, like bro. soap operas? And children's programming and okay. talk shows and shit, oh. man. Okay. But okay, last thing. I and talked about <laughs> being on that talk show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. How was that? I saw the picture. You look great. Thanks. There was a picture. But now it's on YouTube now. It aired. I went, when I was at my parents' house yesterday, they recorded it. And um, <coughs> it's so funny because I went with my friend Tipper and we're in the, like, 
almost every shot of the entire episode we're in the back just smiling <laughs> actually I'm smiling Wait. Tipper is just like not so smiling so what show is this called? <laughs> it's called T.D. Jakes um, but now it's online and like so the, there's a YouTube clip of the entire thing where I stand up in the audience and is it great? were you the out of control 12 year old no okay um, they cut out like I got they cut out like a part where I said something I gotta laugh but um, they cut out the laugh. Why would they do but because that? they also cut out the reference I was making that TD Jakes said. Oh. But I'll I'll post the link in our Facebook group. But TD Jakes, it's silly. Uh, anyway, That's so cool. How much? What are we? What are we at time wise? <laughs> two Just hours. About an hour and seventeen. He didn't have a parting shot, did he? Yeah. He did. Yep. Yeah. Remember, I said too soon with the helicopter thing. Oh yeah. Now I'm bringing it up again, and it's you like have written helicopter before. So I, I, this, I had a lot of fun. Good job, guys. Um, if you've never heard this in the podcast before and you made it all the way through to here. You will really like the other episodes. <laughs> if you hated me, I'm sorry. No, and if Ant, you loved me, this. I'm also sorry. Stop it. No, I was no. just saying, like, I'm, I'm not everyone's favorite flavor. I'm not everyone's favorite flavor. I, I know that much. I am. <laughs> Amber is the, the rock. No, uh, the, all of the negative jo- reviews Dwayne on, on iTunes here? are about how much they hate me personally. I think it's because they're jealous. What? Name one. Like, maybe the first season. It's also, I'm a woman. I like. I know I, that sounds stupid. I mean no offense to the other three, but you are easily my favorite host <laughs> of the long shot. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because I'm mean to you. <laughs> when are you mean to me? Today I was feel like I was mean. Oh, I didn't notice. I kept saying you were breaking up with Jamie. Maybe I am. <laughs> For you. Whoa. Wow. We're not breaking up. We're not a couple. It's that hat. I'm hetero. I try. I mean, as, as much as as much as I've tried to date Jamie, he, he says no. I went on a date. Ooh, oh, I, I talked let's about talk that. about it. I did talk about it. I have think you, I talked about it. I want to talk about dates. Have you followed up with her? I think we're going to go on another. I have another date with another person on uh, Monday. And then I'll, I think date. I'll see this other girl again next week, too. Does, do either of them listen to the. I assume that everyone eventually just they do a Google search once they get your name and then like I'm fucked. Well, <laughs> that's why. For a variety of reasons. So <laughs> That's what happened before. In Tinder, they, I mean, in China, they can't really Google you. So. Oh, that's nice. There's no Google, no Facebook. They can't know who you are. Don't so they do? Uh, they could do the VPN, but that's a lot of work for the most part. But no, isn't there another? What's the big? Is it Alibaba? Uh, the Baidu. 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 Yeah. What? Baidu is like the Google Google in China. They, they oh. don't use Google. But I I've been on so many dates in China. It's crazy because of Tinder. That's how I meet people. I don't know how else to meet people, and so that's just how I meet people. You um. Is there a Tinder for friends? A friender? No, but most of the people in China are on Tinder for friends. Like that's how they meet people too. Uh, like, I definitely see girls on Tinder. They're like, just want to meet people to make friends. For sure. What are you showing us? TD Jakes. I'm showing he you looks so skinny. Pointing Wait, and giving you? a thumbs I've up. Put on weight, that's like cute. in the last two yeah. weeks. November has fucked me again. Holy shit! They're looking at the clip now. <laughs> 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 I'm so cheesy. Oh, I didn't see my name comes up. Jamie Flam. <laughs> he, he calls me Jamie Flam. <laughs> I, got, I got a special secret for you. It's so weird because I don't Where know if I talked that? about this. If you say you see him, it's him. Like he's this is his first TV set, and it's like it's not like necessarily doing Conan or Tonight Show, but it's still like a TV set for a yeah, comic. It's exciting. It's, it's exciting. So then I feel like me being in the audience to give him a set at the improv is like such like it's oh like I just dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I'm doing TV right but now. The so viewers at home don't know that. <laughs> right. 
Like that it isn't exciting. <laughs> I mean, you just uh, gotta hype it up. People think it's exciting if you're excited about it's it. Like I'm gonna give you a set at the Hollywood at Inbox. the lab <laughs> in the lab on a show called Lab Work called <laughs> an open mic. <laughs> We just silence out of here. Let <laughs> <laughs> me get to get the what kind room of soup tone so we can EQ. Chicken soup. Chicken soup. Those was a gift from Andrew. It's yeah. so nice. Thank you, Andrew. And thank you for the tissue that you brought, Amber, that I used when I sneezed earlier. And I used also. <laughs> and thank you for the rice cakes. You're welcome. Mm, rice. So I guess this is going to be the wrapping up for this episode of The Long Shot. Thank you for listening. You can find us online at thelongshotpodcast.com at Longshot Podcast on Twitter. Uh, the Longshot Podcast maybe on, uh, I think Amber and Alex are doing like, they're Some like four. working Oompa. on a Loompa. Loompa. <laughs> the best uh, air traffic controllers ever. <laughs> I'm picturing you on a runway, like guiding the planes and just dancing. She's found a way to mix up being the spinner for like the signs. The sign spinners. <laughs> Whoosh. You're so good right now. <laughs> I can't explain how you're missing out, everyone. I hope. Amber, another level. Well, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. We're thankful for you, our fans. I hate saying fans. Our listeners. <laughs> what did you just say? Well, it's not no, fans. It's no, the listeners. I laughed at the fact that you were like, I'm totally rolling. I'm doing this. I'm going to say this. <laughs> just stared at me. No, but the word did you say we're thankful for your fans? No, no, for our fans. Oh, I I heard your and I was just oh maybe I said confused. you. I'm thankful for their fans. I get it. <laughs> like, get are they it. bringing their fans? I get it. <sighs> okay. This episode was too focused. Yeah, there was. <laughs> if you're a long shot fan, maybe you enjoyed this. Everyone else, you didn't. <laughs> Don't tell them how they Oh no, feel. maybe you did. I don't know. Let's just end it. Uh, so this is the last words of the podcast. We're coming to a close right now. Lord, every year we gather here to eat around this table. Give us the strength to stomach as much. As fast as we are able Bless this fool To our use Thou Communications useless Don't let me drink Too much wine Lord you know how I get For past, well. present and future episodes Of the Longshot Podcast Please visit TheLongShotPodcast.com Let us somehow get through this meal Without that bad old feeling With history and memory And home cooking we're dealing Remind us that we're all grown up Adults no longer children Now it's our kids that spill the milk And our turn to want to kill them I look around and recognize 
a sister and a brother. We rarely see our parents now. We hardly see each other. On this auspicious occasion, this special family dinner. If I argue with a loved one, Lord, please make me the winner. All this food looks and smells so good, but I can hardly taste it. The sense of something has been lost. There's no way to replace it. After the meal, switch on the game. It's just a few more seconds. But I'm so tired. I need a nap. The guest bedroom bed beckons. I fall asleep. I have a dream. In it is the family. Nothing bad has happened yet. Everyone is happy. Mother and father, both still young, and naturally they love us. We're all lying on a lawn at night, watching the stars above us. Lord, every year we gather here to eat around this table. Give us the strength to stomach as much as fast as we are able.